0: Welcome to Greater Good Radio Hawaii, where leaders inspire leaders. Greater Good Radio Hawaii is dedicated to social entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Evan Leong, and with me is my co-host, Carrie Leong.
1: Mahalo, Evan. Today's guests are some students from SIFE, Students in Free Enterprise. They are from Hawaii Pacific University and California State University, Chico. Please welcome to Greater Good Radio, our SIFE team. So, welcome to our show, guys. Could you introduce yourself, please?
2: Yes, my name is Luke Tucker. I'm the president of HPU SIFE.
3: I'm James Newman from CSU Chico, and I am a project leader.
2: Uh, my name is
4: Eric Horman. I'm from CSU Chico, and I'm, I'm also president of SIFE at our
2: campus.
1: Okay, could you define SIFE for us, please?
2: Uh, sure, I can answer that question for you. SIFE uh, stands, as you know, for Students and Free Enterprise. SIFE uh, is one of the largest organizations uh, for universities in the United States, where over over 800 colleges and universities, and it's also an international organization. Uh, they add different uh, countries each year, and I believe in there are almost over 50 uh, countries. Basically, our mission through SIFE is to educate people through free enterprise, and that includes doing projects, working with uh, Greater Good Radio, uh, small business assistance, uh, fundraising through different entrepreneurial activities of our own, as well as um, different educational projects. So what do you
0: mean by free enterprise? What is that? Entrepreneurship? What do you mean by that?
4: Oh, I'll take that one. Um, Free enterprise is a loosely based term, I would say, through SIFE, because each team of students can um, define that as they want to. So, um, really, you know, our both our chapters here from HPU and um, Chico have kids programs where we're helping kids start their own business or learn how to, you know, what business is all about. But, um, you know, we also have social, re- socially responsible projects. Like, we've done a wildlife one, and Luke, you guys have done some other stuff, too, that I know of. So... It's a loosely based term, but it's really entrepreneurial spirit is the main underlying term for the free enterprise part. So what would be an example of
0: a project that you guys have worked on? Sure, I'll give you an example. Um, I'm a project leader
3: of one called E-Squared this semester, and it stands for um, Entrepreneurial Elders. And It's basically just going to be a workshop um, going over um, credit card theft prevention and solicitation prevention, and just pretty much how to protect your finances through your later years.
0: The interesting thing I saw about the SIFE and the competition is that you guys all have metrics that you need to fill. Measurements, what were the measurements for that? Um, that one
3: was just pretty much hit on, um, I don't know, actually, the logistics, Eric. It hit on another age group, pretty much, I think. And
4: Well, basically, it was um, more focused on getting the um, senior citizens or a person in general more financially literate, it's just improving their skills just to become more financially stable so that's that's kind of the criteria that it was fulfilling
1: and are you coming up with these projects on your own or are you going in and seeing maybe other company or organizations that are currently working on it and joining them as a team to make it better enhance it some way oh yeah. i can
2: start that one off i know for um cc cheek a lot of them are generated by the students so they're student generated ideas as well as advisor generated projects um for us that we you know we team up with a lot of different organizations, um, just kind of have people, oh, we have a contact through them. Um, let's do a project with them. We know we can make a difference. Uh, BizKids is actually um, a product we got from BizWorld organization, a nonprofit organization. We can get the kid online, and we go, and the curriculum set up for us, and we just do the project.
1: How long does a project normally last?
2: That varies wildly. Uh, we have a project that we've actually been doing constantly it 's a uh, fundraiser for us. We sell uh, Julie from a Bico uh, the company's called bico it 's based out of Australia so we have a relationship with a distributor um, where we do a student now that we help them with marketing um, we 're working on doing a, a scholarship through SIFE uh, with Biko where they would uh, all the sife students all the SIFE groups and anywhere would basically be able to have a competition to put forth a business plan for Biko, how they 'd be able to start franchising uh, Julie operations and the the one with the best one, according to Biko, I would win $3,000. So do these companies pay you folks to do this? No, not in most instances.
4: It's usually like if we, you know, any of us, the um, if we get teamed up with like Chevron or anyone like that, it's usually they help sponsor the project that we do. It's not that we get paid for it. It's that the money goes back into SIFE. And like, for example, like your guys is um, with Biko and we're starting an eBay store. Is you know we can actually start a whole business and run it and pay our students, but the money that is made as far as profits concerns goes back into our operating and it's like you know net retained earnings and used for just physical responsibility for later. You guys get class credit for this. You can. Um, some people choose to do it. Um, Evan Luke has a better uh, example of that, and that's how he got involved with Skype, kind of right. Right,
2: and and that school credit varies uh, from university to university. Um, here at HPU, uh, there is an opportunity to do it through a class called Exploring Enterprises, uh, where essentially um, the advisor for SIFE sets up a class, and, and you're basically a participant in the Club of Students in Free Enterprise. But there are requirements. You have to do a paper. You have to do a project and whatnot. But as far as all universities, it's not, it's not everywhere.
4: But SIFE has it built. like You can go on the, the national website, and they have all the curriculum and course stuff. So if an advisor does want to run it as a class, it's, you know, it's a plug-and-play atmosphere, so students can get credit for it.
1: Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com.
0: How do you sell his company to Akamai Technologies for $3 billion?
4: Find out at greatergoodradio.com.
1: Who donates 6% of sales to make more money?
4: Find out at greatergoodradio.com.
1: How do you get 100 stores and 100 million
0: in sales in less than 10 years? Find out at
4: greatergoodradio.com.
1: Who raised $50,000 in a few weeks for the tsunami relief?
4: Find out at greatergoodradio.com. And all while benefiting the community. greatergoodradio.com
1: You're listening to Greater Good Radio Hawaii. Please visit us online at greatergoodradio.com. Today's guests are some students from SIFE, Students in Free Enterprise. They are from Hawaii Pacific University and California State University, Chico. So what are your plans? I mean, you know, you folks are college boys and you're involved in this organization and program. What happens after college? Are there adults and people that are in their careers that are involved in this organization as well?
4: I'll, I'll go with that. Um, yes, we have um, what's great is built into our, um, I guess, our constitution and stuff as Cypher organizations. We have a business advisory board, which is full of leaders from much like you guys are pulling in leaders from um, all over the place to come talk. It's the same sort of thing is that um, they uh, they advise us on certain things like, um, I mean, we have a couple millionaires who sit on our board, and there's some that are really active and some that aren't. But as far as like going out after college, is that also your question too?
1: Or, well, I mean, you know, why would you be a part of this organization besides, you know, your friends being a part of it? Um, how can people on the outside maybe get involved in it, or is it only something for students?
4: It is... It's not only for students because um, if you got involved and you graduate, you can become alumni and still be involved um, in many different ways. Um, So, for example, I'm going to be graduating soon, but I know I'll still probably be helping out our SIFE team by, you know, numerous amounts of ways, but that's basically you become an alumni or you become um, on the business advisory board and you just help students um, move on like, you guys are you know are helping us out, and so we have this contact for later on in life. You know I'm gonna be here in June. I may even move over here and be like, hey guys, what's going on? So it's a, it's really an, I guess really ultimately it's it's a great networking and physical application of your education.
0: Looks like we got the rest of the SIFE team here. Uh, why don't you guys introduce
5: yourself? Hey, what's up? I'm Jeff. I'm 19. I'm a sophomore. I'm on a major. I'm on a double major in uh, finance and accounting.
6: Hi, I'm Justin. And I'm Nate West. I am a member of Scythe and a senior at S- California State University, Chico.
0: That sounds like a boy band. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, without <laughs> the. <laughs> no, actually, I was thinking like, okay, they're giving like all their stats of yeah, available or not training. available. I'm Aquarius.
3: <laughs> I'm Aquarius. I, I'm a, I'm a Leo. I'm 20. Libra, She's
6: single, She's Cancer.
0: So why don't you guys, Nate? Can you tell us how you found us and and how this kind of came about?
6: Well, of course.
0: Interestingly enough,
6: we were actually going to go to Ghana in Africa. Uh, That fell through. Our contact bailed. The next best thing was that from one
0: of those emails that say, sir, from the ministry, you can have the money thing?
6: (laughs) (laughs) No. Something like that. Okay. (laughs) Um, Next best thing, Eric had a condo here for us all to stay for free. So we decided to start doing research on companies here in uh, Oahu. I got onto the Chamber of Commerce and ended up finding Greater Good Radio uh, in the membership list, if you didn't know you were on it. <laughs> no, I don't mind it because they're a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> um, anyway, Eric gave you the first call, I believe. Um, it was you along with a couple other, uh, like the PBC, which was the Pacific Business Center, and they weren't much help. But uh, they, wanted, they wanted to support U of H a little bit more than Chico State, so I understood. Anyway, basically, yeah, we found you through the Chamber of Commerce online.
1: What interested you about the program as you researched about Greater Good Radio?
6: A lot of things. Uh, we saw your program, and and one of the things we were really looking to do was to teach entrepreneurship, and that's exactly what you guys do. And the best part about it is You guys do it in a pretty extensive manner. You're on the radio. I mean, you are using all the media sources you can to promote social entrepreneurship, which I think was a brilliant thing.
1: Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. We're back with the safe team from Hawaii Pacific University and California State University Chico.
0: So, guys, can you tell us? You've been with us for a few days now. You got a chance to sit in some of the interviews. You got a chance to talk to some of the guys that were in here interviewing. You know, what's your take on that? Is it valuable for you guys as um, university students or just people in general? Or absolutely, um, talking to the
5: CEO of um, PBS. PBS. It was uh, an amazing experience. Um, I'm going to run eventually for politics in my school, for student government. And uh, having – having talking to him and getting that advice from him was just priceless. What did he tell you? Um, basically, like, just analyze. It's all about like yourself. Like, why do you want that and what uh, you can bring to the table? And uh, I had not thought about that at all before. So taking in, like, his advice, I think it will definitely help my own future campaign.
6: Um, I – the main thing when I talked to him yesterday I thought was like I told him I said the trend that I've noticed throughout all these people is their love for what they do and uh, I saw that in both the people that um, we watched you interview yesterday and I was very impressed
1: and what or how has it been different from just going to a regular typical class learning reading from books hearing your professors lecture what did you take from the experience more
2: I would definitely say the outside of the classroom experience um, has taught me so much more. Um, being involved, hands-on experience is a is a huge opportunity to actually learn by doing, by application. Um, in class, you're reading case studies, you're reading a textbook. Um, in some instances, unfortunately, I've never had this, but you're getting being taught by people that are just went to school all their lives, and they're not practitioners. Um, I've had classes here at HPU, fortunately, where had diplomats who are practitioners, had adjunct professors who are lawyers, went to Harvard, and are there in their field now and those are the most valuable classes but even outside that the cl- outside the classroom being involved in in projects you know things that i want to do like he said the people we've met they're they're happy with what they do obviously that's everyone's goal is to be happy and um you know a quote that uh eric had said about mark twain is you know i never let my schooling get in the way of my education and um that's very true and you know you never stop the learning process even though we're in college our project we uh, we're students that's all we do is we learn but more learning is outside the classroom.
4: And to piggyback off that a little bit, um, basically what uh, I've gotten out of the whole experience is um, that we met some, you know, huge people in, in Hawaii that are, you know, major powerhouses around here. And, you know, for students, we'll, maybe we'll have a chance to meet them once in a while at a fundraiser, benefit, you know, your president of the university speaks and they come and they hang out and maybe they're a keynote speaker. But we've never had, you know, the great sit-down experience that we've been able to have. And it's just like hearing it over the radio on, you know, the Internet, too, when we go on and listen to, you know, Greater Good Radio. You're you're hearing exactly what you want to hear and what you need to know in the practical application and what it takes to be that big and that, you know, just that big of a powerhouse in the community and just being socially responsible for what they're doing.
6: Yeah, it's meeting... It's meeting those people that are, they're out there. They're doing the work. They're in the field. their they're, Their job is to be an entrepreneur. Um, they're out there doing it. Besides, and instead of having a teacher who is, you know, teaching you, maybe doing a little bit on the side. Um, that's why I love Scythe, because we get to go out and we get to meet with the real entrepreneurs, the people that are doing the real deal. And that's something that you guys have really provided us with while we've been here in Oahu.
0: So you think that an experience like this, being involved with these interviews, talking to these people firsthand, is going to make a difference in your business career or your, or your life, even?
5: Yeah, absolutely. This uh, experience at this House has helped me. Like talking to uh, professionals and recruiters, um, I almost I feel more comfortable talking to them than I think in some cases they are talking to me. So uh, meeting someone of um, that's been really successful or who has a very educated background, and talking to them isn't um, an obstacle. It's more just a, a good conversation. How about
0: from yesterday? What do you think you got the most out of yesterday?
5: From yesterday, talking to uh, talking to the people who I met was probably the advice on from from my campaign, and as well as
0: just to just take it all in. And how about you, Justin? What's your biggest takeaway from that?
7: Oh, definitely, I'd have to echo what everyone else has said. I mean, the main thing is getting to know these people and uh without this experience and the opportunities that have been presented to us there's no way would they would have even given us a second look i mean and it's taught me that the main thing you need to do is is get in touch with the people that can make the decisions and just find a way to do that don't waste your time with all the people in lower and middle management everyone <laughs> everyone around here is a middle manager you know so even the guy on the street um yeah
0: was it different uh, listening to these guys and talking to them firsthand than what you thought they would say?
7: Absolutely. I mean, I, I expected kind of old, crusty guys that, that were just like, ooh, you know, you think of regular, like, I don't know, Mary Poppins, the the bank guys there and, and all that. You can't even approach them, but these guys were real people, and they were great guys and, and more than happy to impart good knowledge to us, so.
3: You know, but I have to agree with you, Justin. It was more along the lines of them, them just installing lifelong lessons and, and telling their stories and their experiences, which really influenced me, you know, not necessarily in the short run, but definitely in the long run in the big picture.
6: It's also getting to know what these people are like, because I always find it interesting to figure out, like, what, how these people view well, life, how they go about their everyday and, and uh, why they do it. So that provided a great opportunity for us to realize.
1: Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com.
0: Neptune Nights, we're feeling fine. We're staying cool on Hawaiian time. Neptune
1: Nights, the sunshine in your mouth. Neptune nights, For bubble tea supplies in your friends, home, at a party or like business. Easy. Contact Bubble Tea Supply at 948-2622 or online at bubbletea.com.
0: How do you sell his company to Akamai Technologies for $3 billion?
4: Find out at greatergoodradio.com.
1: Who donates 6% of sales to make more money?
4: Find out at greatergoodradio.com.
0: How do you get
1: 100 stores and
0: 100 million in sales in less than 10 years? Find out at
4: greatergoodradio.com.
1: Who raised $50,000 in a few weeks for the tsunami relief?
4: Find out at greatergoodradio.com. And all while benefiting the community.
0: greatergoodradio.com.
1: You're listening to Greater Good Radio Hawaii. Please visit us online at greatergoodradio.com. Today's guests are students from Hawaii Pacific University and California State University, Chico, from the Students in Free Enterprise team.
0: How many of you guys, is this the first time that you're in Hawaii? Me, first time. But all you other guys have been here before?
3: Yeah.
7: I was really little. Are you rich kids or what's up?
3: Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Just very fortunate.
7: Yeah, came for spring break. We we raised eleven thousand dollars. Our senior class did, and some of us came over. So, yeah, that's.
0: What do you mean you raised that? You went home we, and asked for it, or what? no? We
7: we did uh, yard sales, and uh, we did an auction where we auctioned ourselves off to do like manual labor or whatever we're good at, which wasn't much. Okay, that's a, lifting heavy things. You know, we won't
3: go into that. What about what about for much? dates, Justin?
7: Dates? No, no, we <laughs> didn't do that. James, no one no one pays to date me. I guess.
1: I was wondering, what what is um, the meaning of SIFE to you? And what are you going to take from the experience from being a part of the organization and also just being a part of this time that you're going to be able to work at Greater Good Radio?
7: I think that's all you, James.
4: Um, Everything that we do is um, with, you know, just doing this with Greater Good Radio. I mean, SIFE has provided us the opportunity to, like, actually think about taking a step out there and saying, hey, what the heck, why don't we go to Hawaii and work with some really great people on, you know, spreading social entrepreneurship. But in general, I mean, just the context and the people we meet through SIFE and, you know, Greater Good Radio, I mean, I I can't comprehend the president, you know, of PBS. Like, I would never have met him, before, you know, in any venue, even, I probably even if I said I was going to become some really rich, powerful person, you know, at age 22... There was no way I was ever going to meet him or meet um, Mr. Kobayashi and things like that. So there's a lot to be said about the people that we met and the experience and the, the knowledge that we've gained that's been imparted from our experience here.
1: What
0: difference are you guys seeing between the Hawaii business people that you've met and the California pe- people? Are there any differences or similarities? What What do you the, think? The first sign I saw was a
3: lot um, a more family-oriented, a lot about the people, a lot about the homeland itself, really. And in California, and I guess you can call it states in general, it wasn't as sincere, really um, just a lot more a lot more feeling
6: yeah, they didn't seem to, uh nearly as stressed as some of the people out there either that's because they aren't <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> there's a there's a cough button they to use <laughs> so what do you guys think for you guys as business people I mean when you look at Hawaii. Is it somewhere that you'd want to do business, or are you looking more at mainland, or what are you guys looking at?
7: Absolutely. I think there's a lot of opportunities in Hawaii. I mean, you could could say that a lot of the industries on the mainland are kind of tied up in in corporations and stuff, and it seems here there's a lot more opportunity for someone to kind of step out on their own and make things happen. I don't know if that's just because of the people I've been around, but it really seems that way.
4: Yeah, and that interview that um, was held earlier, it's just, you know, He was right. You mean Jeff Watanabe? Yeah, Mm -hmm. Jeff, um, that there is a gap that's going on. And, you know, I've been here. I was here this summer. I'll probably be back this next summer, and I was here during spring break. And I can just – you can see it. There was – you know, there's tourism, and that's mainly what people think is the economy of, you know, Hawaii. And really, um, there's a lot of opportunity in a lot of different sectors that just haven't been touched yet. I mean – and. I could see Hawaii being really a new, in a sense, like San Francisco or a new L.A., a new place, you know, because really, you know, you're the guys. I mean, Hawaii is the next stop over to Japan and China. And, you know, why is this not the the hub for everyone to meet? And why is it like San Francisco? or? It's not? No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, why why are there still, in a sense, why are there still conferences in San Francisco? It's really this should be you know, the next London because everyone considers London, the, you know, the the past, you know, one of the main cities to do all your business in. So, like, Oahu, Honolulu should be that next spot.
0: Do you think that by being a part of this program and coming here and meeting these people from Hawaii that it kind of gives you a different perspective in how you can integrate, you know, nonprofit or community work with business and how it's, you know, it's, it's basically a prerequisite almost?
4: I will... I work um, with a nonprofit back home, um, and it's definitely a greater perspective here than it seems over there. Um, it seems like in the mainland, they're they're just starting to get into it, and here there's a lot of CEOs that have been doing it for a while, and they're not mainly concerned with money. They're mainly concerned with the uh, improving, you know, the social capital of Hawaii. You know, improving the neighborhoods and the people and just the family sense and everything like that. Where, as opposed to the states, there's really it's starting to happen, but it's not as prevalent as it seems it is here.
7: Yeah, I think that our, our surveys showed that, too, that people care about businesses that will invest in nonprofits, and they care about the businesses that are socially conscious. And uh, I think that on the mainland, the difference is that nobody knows about those companies, you know. they Because the, you have some more of a small-town atmosphere, small-island atmosphere for this. And, yeah, so people actually are aware of the people that are doing the good things.
0: So th- – the surveys that you're talking about, can you explain that real quick of, you know, what you guys did and, and so on?
7: Yeah, well, uh, what we did, we made a survey with six questions that uh, basically asked, you know, how important is it to you that your uh, your businesses be community-friendly and give back to the community? And uh, other questions related to that, um, also to the uh, existence of greater good and, and that kind of thing. And uh, we handed them out on uh, – well, we didn't hand them out. We did tally marks, and we went around and asked – business people in the downtown sector and uh, we we talked to 50 of them i think and got really good results
1: and doing that result um during those surveys did it really open your eyes and were those results that you expected or was it a wow kind of response
4: yeah i they opened my eyes a lot um i've done telemarketing before so it was you know very same kind of thing but just having sitting there and walking with someone who's who's really busy apparently and um just getting their response to yeah um you know i i had a chance to meet the executive director of make a wish for hawaii today just walking and doing my survey and she stopped and did it with me and it was incredible just to hear what you know she's a non-profit but a couple i had talked to an attorney today and i never would have met obviously and he was just like yeah it's it's very important that things like this uh, like this program are in existence because it's you know, the, it's one way of sharing people what they can do to help, you know, because some people don't help because they they can't figure out who and where and why and what to do, and having a program like this or having, you know, lessons like this just help us expand it, and the survey helped a lot.
0: Thanks for joining us today on Greater Good Radio. For more information or a transcript of today's show, please visit us online at greatergoodradio.com. This is your host Evan Leong and Carrie Leong saying please join us next time for another episode of Greater Good Radio, Hawaii.